0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Do We Doing Podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is episode, what, 70, 70, 70, um, 70, um, hmm. Episode seventy, um, um, uh, seventy-seven, seventy. Episode seventy-eight. It's episode seventy-eight of the What Are We Doing podcast. <laughs> this is the What Are We Doing podcast. So listen, the Grammys happened, I know they were like a week or two ago, and I know I'm a little late on the news, it's fine. But we take our time with some of our stories here, because I like for them to, you know, fester a little bit, to get a little bit better, to grow up just a little bit, maybe we can get a little bit more information to make it a little bit better. So the Grammys happen, and listen, I have time to talk about one of two things. Either Sam Smith worshiping Satan, or Madonna. And honestly, dude, Sam Smith doesn't really interest me, okay? I'm not interested in anything Sam Smith has to say. Like, there's there's not much going on. Yeah, he was good. Like, when we were playing his songs, like, um, like Stay With Me, that Sam Smith, great. So we're gonna talk about Madonna instead. So Madonna, one simple question for you. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Um, Madonna's at the Grammys looking like Jigsaw from uh the Saw movies. And I honestly, here's the issue. I have to be honest. I have to tell him. I have to. I have to tell him. Um I came up with the Madonna Saw joke. The Jigsaw joke. Like she looks like Jigsaw from the Saw movies. Like everyone can agree. I came up with it. And then after doing research, I realized that fucking Candace Owens said it. So now it looks like I stole the bit from Candace Owens, but I'm just agreeing with her, dude. Madonna looks like Jigsaw from the Saw movies, but it's okay. It's okay. She wanted no more wrinkles. The goal for Madonna here was no more wrinkles. And so the only way, like the only way to do that is to make her look like a mask, like a puppet mask that has no, you know, just a very smooth face. And so they just kind of like stretched it. They kind of just stretched it back and then they kind of just puffed it up a little bit because you stretch it back, it's just on bone. And if we just saw all bone, well, that's not what we want. So we got to go in and we puff it up. And so that's why her face looks kind of puffy. And she looks like the serial killer from the Saw movies. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's a TikTok there's, um, we have a video that's linked. I haven't seen this. Um, hold on, where's the link?
1: Turn off, turn off,
0: turn off, turn off, turn off, turn off, it's gross. So she's, 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 listen, I know she's known for this, right? Madonna's known for the shock, ah, you know, she's always been this type of person, but it's just a little weirder now because she doesn't look, I'm sorry, she doesn't look like Madonna. So like the Grammys happen and like Twitter, unfortunately is still a thing, by the way. Uh, Elon's pumping his own tweets. Elon's pumping his own tweets after Biden's. Then this is a hundred percent true. After Biden's Super Bowl tweet got more interactions, more likes, more views, whatever, than Elon Musk's uh, social uh, tweet about uh, the Super Bowl, um, he called the engineers, the developers of Twitter, and he now has a boost on his tweets so that everybody. I don't, whether you follow him or not, probably, but everybody now will see Elon. If whatever Elon's tweet of the day is, you'll see it. Trust me, you will inevitably see it. And I guarantee you within that same rule, he downranked everyone else by at least five to 10% just because, just to make sure it was working and that his tweets are now the best tweets. You know what I mean? Uh so like the developers had to go in and change the algorithm um and like the the basic notes of the internal document stated that Elon wasn't getting enough interaction uh on his own tweets so they've boosted them indefinitely so we'll just see Elon Musk all the time now it's kind of like well and but no one should be surprised it's kind of like Tom Tom from MySpace dude it's like Tom from MySpace was everybody's friend you couldn't unfriend Tom and if you did, they like showed up at your door the next day and were like, yo, what's up? Why'd you unfriend Tom? I, it happened to me. I unfriended him. And then like these two bigger dudes came and they knocked on my mom's door. We were in the log cabin at the time. And she was like, your, your son uh, unfriended Tom on MySpace. They almost took me away in like an unmarked vehicle. I almost got abducted by the security team of Myspace, it's, it's insane. It's insane what these people will do. But I mean, just imagine, but just imagine spending $44 billion to try to get the entire world to like your tweet about a rocket ship. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing else, there's no value. Elon's tweets have literally ceased to have any value. Like there's no value in Elon's tweets anymore. And so what happens now is we don't really interact with him. And so now he's getting pissy. And so now he's creating fake interactions. Like someone took, like, you know, the view, like tweets have view counters now because of this too, as well, I think, right? And someone made a private uh, private Twitter account And it was uh, a private account, not following anybody, no followers, zero across the board. They tweeted and the view count of that tweet was five. So where did those five people come from? Like the view counts are skewed, but all of this is just to pump Elon's ego. Because none of his tweets have value anymore. There's no value in his tweets. His tweets used to send stock prices through the fucking roof. His tweets made Dogecoin go from like 0. 0.0001 tenth of a penny to like literally 75 cents. Like it was a like a 4,000% gain because of Elon Musk and his tweets. But now, <coughs> now unfortunately, in 2023, every time Elon Musk tweets something, the Tesla stock price goes down by about five to 10%, it's kind of coming back up. I don't know, but it's insane to me. You spend $44 billion, $44,396,872,931.69 on a social media platform that you now have to boost the number. Listen, I get it, dude. I get it. If I spent 44 billion of my own dollars on a social media platform that millions of people use, and I wasn't getting millions of interactions and millions of likes and millions of views on my videos, I'm calling an all hands on deck meeting and we're fixing it. Like I instantly just want, whether they're real or not, give me an instant million views. As soon as I upload, five minutes should go by. I want a million instantly. If I own YouTube CEO, just step down. I want the job as CEO of YouTube because, um, guess what? Guess what? I want a million. So it's over for everyone else. Every other podcast. I'm sorry. I will now get a million plus more views than you. It's unfortunate, but as the new <clears throat> CEO we, we, we get to announce it now. She sent out a resignation letter, so now I can announce it. I am the new CEO of YouTube. So... I need everyone to subscribe to this podcast, to the channel, to all my other channels. If I have any, all my friends' YouTube channels, subscribe to them, because they're about to have 30 million subscribers. You thought Mr. Beast had 100 billion subscribers? We're gonna have, always have, I will always have one more subscriber than Mr. Beast. Whatever his number is, mine will show one more all the time. As CEO of YouTube, that's my first order of business. You know what I mean? I'm going straight Elon Musk. Okay, they're giving uh, the other lady they're giving her time to leave. She's gonna take the rest of the week and the weekend, and then basically uh, come Monday morning. Uh, I'm flat. My first step at 8 a.m. I'll be walking into the YouTube headquarters. Uh, I'm gonna start in New York because I'm on the East Coast. We haven't made the move yet. So I'm going to start at the New York office and I'm going to walk in with a sink. I'm going to have someone from the office, presumably like an intern or someone who makes like way less money than I do go to home Depot, buy a sink, and then I'm going to carry it from the front door. I'm not carrying it from my car, dude. That's stupid. I'm going to carry it from the front door all the way in for a few seconds, just so we can get the TikTok, And then I'm going to drop the bitch on the ground and make one of the janitors or someone clean it up. And so I am the new CEO of YouTube. So everyone's mad at the Madonna surgery. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're concerned like we're Britney Spears concerned about Madonna and the plastic surgery and Madonna's firing back. Okay. Anything or anyone Madonna has made a public statement now. And anyone who, um, is found criticizing this podcast, her and my entire timeline, her plastic surgery, anyone who said anything about her virtually unrecognizable appearance, she's calling misogynistic ageism and she, um, she's lost her mind. Okay. And by the way, she's altered, she's altered her appearance to the point where she's unrecognizable and we're wrong. We're wrong for trying to understand what's going on. And I mean, I get it. I get it, dude. I get it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Madonna's face. I've seen better wax museum figures. Okay. At Madame Tussauds, Madame, (laughs) you know, you know, when you're setting up, you know, when you're setting up a trampoline and like, you have to, you have to put it in the the springs in the mat, and then you have to extend the mat. And then as you go around, each one is like way tighter than the next. And by the time you get to that last spring, it's like virtually impossible to get done. Like Madonna, they basically, if she turns around, you can probably see there's hooks. There's probably hooks in the back of her head, like a trampoline, just pulling her face forward. You know what I mean? If you, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid Madonna get into a tizzy with a Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if a Kardashian would come punch Madonna in the face, they just bounce right off it and fall straight to the ground. Unless it was Kim, unless it was Kim, because with her ass and all the shit she's gotten there, she would bounce back. So actually Kim Kardashian and Madonna would be a pretty bouncy fight and I'd actually probably pay to see that. I've never paid for a fight in my life. I don't know, I just don't watch them. Like I don't like bootleg them or anything. I just don't watch them. But if they announced that Madonna and Kim Kardashian were fighting like in a boxing match, I'd pay for that all day long. Oh, $250 for the pay-per-view? You got it, take it, I'll buy two. Give me two, bitch. We got a Patreon, Patreon patreon.com backslash what we do, and we can afford it. You know what I mean? So um, check that out. Uh, There's going to be a bunch of stuff on there coming up. But I think Madonna should box Kim Kardashian. Okay. Um, It's like, and you know, what's funny now is it's unfortunate because... Here, what we have to do is where we have to now, Madonna is now in the same category as the teacher from Canada, this chick. The teacher from Canada who's got the best boobs on the goddamn planet. I mean, the Canadian health system must be off the charts, okay? This chick, as in, you know, she's in the news Complain. everyone's making fun of me. Um, Excuse me? Of course we are. Like, <clears throat> Madonna's now in that category. Right? She has to be. But like, and by the way, I want the name and phone number of the plastic surgeon. Okay? The plastic surgeon who did this, who did this, the plastic surgeon who did this, Like, who in their right mind? Could you imagine? Madonna walks into the practice, right? Like, you're on the episode, like on an episode of Nip Tuck, and there's two doctors sitting there, and one's serious, and one's kind of not, and, like, the serious one like is talking to her, like Madonna, Miss Madonna, you're beautiful the way you are. We could never do something as extensive as this to your face. And Madonna goes, I have money. I have so much money. And the nice doctor goes, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. And and then the sexy doctor sitting there, like everyone's waiting on his opinion. Like his friend is waiting for him to tell him like, yo, tell her we can't do this. Like she's crazy. Like tell her we're not doing it. And the sexy doctor's sitting there and he's like, I wouldn't have sex with you unless you had this procedure and Madonna stands up and like, see, and now she's under the knife and like, I'm sorry, but like, isn't it the doctor's responsibility to say, Hey, like, Hey lady, no way. Why didn't the doctor say, Hey lady, no way. I get it. It's Madonna, but like, yeah, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be something in your head that says, You know, like, why don't we start, listen, why don't we do a little lip filler? Why don't we do a little tummy tuck? Why don't we do like a small little pinch on the forehead and around the brows? Okay, how's that sound? We'll get it all done in an hour. You're out of here. Okay, it'll take an hour. And she's like, no way. She's like, no way. I want to be 25 years old again. And so they, you know, they stretch your face. Look, she's got a world tour. She's got a world tour coming up and she's got to look good. And any publicity is good publicity. You see Madonna's crazy face in the news and like you're going to go buy tickets when she comes through town. So but let's be honest. I mean at least at least in this country other countries might be smarter. Other countries on the world tour might not like it as much. Who knows? They might like just, they might like it just as much. They're probably going to like it just as much. Um, but she did, she's going to move numbers on the tour. She's going to sell out arenas. She's going to do everything. She's going to get another boob job next year. And she's going to do it all over again because she can. Okay. Like Madonna looks like Will Smith on hitch when he eats the raw piece of fish. When, uh, the carrot, when, when Will Smith eats the raw fish in hitch and he's allergic to it and his, his face puffs up. That's what Madonna looks like. So here's a hot take for you. Okay. Here's the hot take. I've got the hottest take. I've got the hottest take. You ready for this? And do, don't, don't roast me in the comments. Okay. I hate when I get on here and give the best, I give the best hottest takes. And then someone's in the comments are like, Oh man, here hear about a hot take. Listen, here's what I'm envisioning in my head now. Ready? Madonna, who is 64 years old currently, no surgeries. Hear me out. Dude, am I crazy? I'm crazy, right? Hear me out. Madonna, as she is 64 years old right now with no surgeries, hot. Okay. Capital H, capital O, capital T. Hot as fuck, dude. Hot AF with no surgery. Just saying. I think they're, la- listen, they're laughing over there because they think I'm wrong. Madonna, no surge bombshell madonna no surgery bombshell it ha i mean like do you know what i mean bombshell speaking of 60 year old bombshells she's got a few years to go but as long as she doesn't do what madonna did hey shania twain shania twain i just discovered i just discovered at 30 years old how actually sexy shania twain is okay um now, we're all, we were all listening to her in the 90s, or our parents were. My mom certainly was. We had the album. It was red and had a black design on it. You know what Shania Twain album I'm freaking talking about. You had the CD, too. So we all listened to that. And now, for nostalgia, we're all listening to it at the weddings we go to, at least the ones I DJ, okay, at 30 years old. Shania Twain... Have you seen, listen, look, look how beautiful this woman is. This is Shania Twain back then in the nineties when she was releasing music. Okay. Back then, eighties, nineties, smoking. Okay. Shania Twain smoking. Here's Shania Twain. Now this was a photo shoot that she did, uh, recently. This was like last year. Shania Twain. Now, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, Hey, talk about. MILF Manor season two, let's get Shania. Hey, let's scrap the like Hollywood divorcee housewife like lower end of Orange County MILFs for MILF Manor. And like MILF Manor season two, let's actually get some MILFs, dude. Let's actually get a little bit more attractive people. I know you can't because those people have actual brains and like won't actually do the show. And obviously their children are probably even smarter than that. So like, I get it. That's why we're stuck with who we have, but like milf manor season two, let's go Shania Twain. Okay. Uh, speaking of milf manor, it's still happening. Like they haven't pulled that off the air. I think like the fourth or fifth episode is happening like this week. Um, it's still going and it's getting good. It's getting good. Okay, here's, uh, here's a quick update. Here's where we're at next week. Next week, dude, you won't believe it. We're shaking things up. We're shaking things up next week on MILF Manor and it's getting a little spicy. It's getting a little spicy. Here's the official description. A new duo moves in and shake things up. I told you we were shaking things up. A new duo moves in and shake things up. Stephanie's mixed signal calls the men she's juggling to fight and meanwhile several moms have their eye on one man hey talk about prime time tv talk about a knock out of the park for tlc i can't wait to see season 2 okay listen not only are we getting a new mom and her son in the villa but stephanie can't freaking figure her shit out. Stephanie's causing all sorts of drama. So now her three or four boy toys are fighting over her. And then all the other moms are just like staring at this one dude, like, come here, bro, let's go. I want all of that inside of all of me. You know what I mean? And so, it's uh, it's getting hot. It's getting very interesting. It's getting very interesting. Sandy came over for pot pie. My mom came over for pot pie the other day because we do these pot pie theme nights where we make the noodles and the pot pie, different cookie cutter shapes, like it was Valentine's Day. So we made hearts. We had heart-shaped noodles for the Valentine's Day theme pot pie. That's what we do here in this white ass house. Okay, it's the whitest thing you'll ever hear. So we have themed Popeye nights with uh, Sandy Dunkel. And so she comes over. I told her about MILF Manor. So first we had to clarify what a MILF was. Uh, my stepfather had no idea. So we had to kind of spell that out for him. Got him real excited. And I think he's home alone right now watching the first three episodes of MILF Manor. I think we've put him on to something. So we told her what it meant And, um, so it's going to be great. If there is a season two, we're going to see where we're at. You know, she's married and I'm set to be married here in the next probably year-ish or so. Um, so I'm not sure where things are going to go in the terms of, um, you know, Sandy and I getting on MILF Manor season two. She's down to clown. Sandy wants to go. She definitely says, I asked her, I'm like, if there was a challenge where I had to take my shirt off would you be able to pick me out of all the other boys? And she said, oh, definitely. And once I know it was you, I'd skip over you just to feel the rest and then come back down the line and then we'd win, right? And I said, no, no, it's timed. So you have to feel these guys as quickly as possible. That's how we win, then you find me. And she's like, oh, okay. So we'd win and Sandy and I would have the best room in the house night one. And so it would be great. It would be great. I think I think what we should do is um so TLC has a quiz and of course TLC put out the quiz. This isn't a third party quiz. This isn't a Buzzfeed quiz. This isn't anyone else's quiz but TLC's. So TLC has a quiz, okay? And I'm pretty sure Sandy can be on the show. She's like what? 59. How old is she? When was she born? 67, 68, something like that. 67 or 68, I think, I think that's right. And if I had to guess, I don't know. I might be wrong, but she's somewhere around there, so she could definitely be on the show. TLC has a MILF manner, are you a MILF quiz? Now, uh, I'm pretty sure Sandy's at work, so we can't really call her right now, Um, but... We're going to answer these questions based on what we think she would do. And if we're completely wrong, we'll get her on the pod to clarify some things. Okay. So first question, and we're answering this in the form of Sandy Dunkel. Do younger people often flirt with you? It happens sometimes. Nope. Not often. Yes. And I love it. I would say for Sandy Dunkel, it happens sometimes. Next. Next question. When you're out and about with a young woman, your daughter, niece, et cetera, this happens a lot for Sandy Dunkel. Do strangers ever refer to you as her sister all the time? What are the options? Sometimes, but they might be trying to tell me something all the time. Not very often. We're selecting all the time. I can't tell you how many times Sandy, now, even, and even when people don't, Even Sandy Dunkel assumes that people will assume that her and I are together when we're out and about because she thinks that's what, you you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm clicking all the time on that. Next question. Describe your personal style. Oof. Here we go. I dress to impress and hop on the latest trends. I dress for comfort and fashion second, class, chic, and timeless. Mm. I would say I dress for comfort first and fashion second for Sandy Dunkel. I might be wrong on that one. She might choose something different, but we'll, if we need to change, we'll change it, but that's okay. Would you call yourself a cougar? Would Sandy call herself a cougar? Oh. Uh. Definitely not. I would say definitely not. I don't think, I I don't think so. I'm going to say no. We'll, we'll come back to that. Maybe what, what do you cherish most about motherhood? Let's see, nurturing them and making sure they feel secure, being there to support them and watch them grow hanging out with my kids and being their best friend. Okay. The issue is Sandy Dunkel would pick all of these things. So I'm going with the third one, hanging out with my friend, hanging out with my kids and being their best friend. Um, but she, she'd pick any of those. So it's fine. We'll just go with that one. What is your biggest strength? My kindness, my charm, my confidence. Oof. Oh boy. Oofy doofy. Um, hmm. I would say Sandy would pick my kindness. I would say she'd say my kindness. And then here's the next question. What ice cream flavor describes you best? Oof. Oh, easy, right? It's either coffee, strong, energetic, and grounded, birthday cake batter, lively, bold, and full of surprises, or chocolate chip, sweet, well-liked, and traditional. No way, dude. Pancake batter, birthday cake batter for Sandy Dunkel. See your results. Ladies and gentlemen, is Sandy Dunkel a MILF? The results are in. They're on the screen. Uh, Holy shit. 100%. Hello, Ultimate MILF. You radiant MILF energy and check all of the, oh my God. The message says, hello, Ultimate MILF. You radiate MILF energy and check all of the boxes without a second thought. So go out and wear the title loud and proud. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Sandy Dunkel was just accepted on the next season of MILF Manor. I'm sorry to my stepfather. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to go on the next season of Milf Manor, I'm not going with her. I think what we'll do is we'll find someone else in the family. I think you can choose anyone from your family to go. So I think we'll find someone else from the family to go with her, and then we'll we're gonna we'll have to create our own obviously Milf Manor po- review podcast. We'll have to get other people involved. Carlos will have to be my co-host, and I mean it's just gonna be great. As soon as Sandy Dunkle gets on Milf Manor season two. I think she'll probably win. What's the prize? Milf Manor prize. Is there a prize for Milf Manor this season? What is Milf Manor, Milf Manor, Milf Manor? The prize, 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 prize. There is there prize? Do you win anything? I don't know if there's a prize. I think it just might be love. You might not win any money. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if you win any money. Um, but there you have it folks, there you have it, there you have it. The quiz results don't lie, but dude, so Madonna at 64, right? I mean, isn't it, isn't that sad? I mean, could you imagine like, look at the ladies. Oh, look at the ladies. Dude, look at the ladies from 80 for Brady, 80 for Brady. We talked about this a few episodes ago. Those chicks are hot. Look at Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda? Look how hot she is. She's 85. Jane Fonda's 85. And she's a looker. Come on, Madonna. She's 85. She's got 20 years on Madonna, and she looks like this. What are we doing? I mean, like, look. I mean, this is her message now. She's tweeting, bow down, bitches. Like, she anyone who... Anyone who is disagreeing with this look for Madonna, she's, she's crucifying. So now she's saying, bow down, bitches. But I mean, listen, maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe we should take the high road here. I mean, she's a cultural icon, okay? Madonna, it's like, you know what I mean? She's like people use her as like a, like a like a like a like a like an adjective or like a verb. Like you know what I mean? Like she's like people like don't be such a don't be a pre-Madonna, Like uh she's such a madonna like like you're a diva, like you're a madonna, like 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 she can do whatever she wants. Like you know what I mean? She can do whatever she wants. Like no one says, "Oh, you're being a Bieber face." Or like, "Oh, you're being a shit Swift." Like or something along those lines. No. Because they're not Madonna. Like, stop being a fucking pre-Madonna, dude. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, like, so she can do whatever she wants and she can do literally whatever she wants. Even if it's that, even if it's trees coming out of her vagina, even if Madonna wants to sell you an NFT, a digital piece of art of like trees and other things, you don't know about this? This is something people forget about during like the 2020, like 2021 NFT scam era. Uh, Madonna launched, you know, alongside with other people, and there was like a charity allegedly involved. Like, you know, it was a, it's, it's, a, it's a crypto, is a, a rug, whatever. They use Madonna's likeliness and her name to do the thing, and so, but it, what it was, you uh, when it launched. Madonna launched her own NFT, and you could buy one of three NFTs, and either a tree comes out of her vagina, a little bug, like a little caterpillar, or a group of butterflies. There's a thing on the screen showing it. I mean, I'm not making it up. And either one, either one, whichever one you buy, uh, you know, that item that 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 nature, that tree, that bug, the butterflies, comes directly out of um Madonna's vagina. And That's what you get. And like this one here, this one last year sold last year, last year, 2022, this sold for 171 ETH, 171 ETH it was sold for. That's an equivalent to $350,000, right? At the time it was worth, uh, I think like two grand. I think when we looked it up, it was two grand, 171 times 2,000. Yeah, you're looking at almost $350,000. And guess what it's selling for right now? $75. Today, you could buy one of Madonna's vagina NFTs for $75. Could you imagine, imagine for one second, imagine for one second, It's your dream to move somewhere like by the beach. Like, let's just say it's Myrtle Beach and you save all your money and you spend $350,000 on a beautiful four bedroom, three and a half bath with a walk-in closet, a finished basement with a little movie theater room, maybe a pool table. And you're like a 10 minute walk, three minute drive, hop on the moped, right by the beach kind of house. And like it's done and it's built and it's in like this little community and there's a pool and like it's great for the kids and it has a little backyard with a little fence for the dogs. And you just spent a little over $300,000 on moving your family there and building this and doing everything, right? And then you move in and you get a knock on the door, like, three to six, maybe nine months later. And you think it's time to refinance because that's typically what you do. It's what we did. It's what most people do. You refinance, you get a couple percentage points knocked off that APR. You know what I mean? And so you get a couple percentage points knocked off. It's not them. It's actually the bank there to tell you that your $300,000 house is now worth $300. Like, the price of a car monthly, like not just a car. You can't buy a car for $300, let alone a house for $300. Like maybe one month's rent in a shithole apartment in like the worst town ever for $300. But like, you know, it's like buying a Lamborghini. It's like if you and your friend drive to New York and buy Lamborghinis, uh, because like $200,000 isn't hard to come by in today's world. You know, you pick up your Lamborghini and then you get on Kelly blue book and they say, "Mm, sorry, your, your $200,000 Lamborghini is only worth 300. Like we'll tow it to whatever garage you want, but it's not really worth anything. So, you know, you know, uh, (laughs) Lord help the owners of, of the NFT, the Madonna NFT. Um, all right, dude, like enough about her though, for real. Uh, what should be this country's number one story? And I mean, Hey, after 20 days of zero media coverage, it's finally getting some traction. So good job, everybody. We're finally getting the, uh, the attention that this story deserves 20 days later. 20 days later. So I'm sure if you haven't heard by now, I'm sure we're a little late, uh, to the gun like everyone else, but I'm sure if you haven't heard by now, what, um, what we're doing on, uh, down in, uh, Ohio on February 3rd, I believe it was a train derailed. Okay. In East Palestine, Ohio. And based on its name, we should have known that something like this was going to happen. Um, a small town of Ohio that borders Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So just a mere, I don't know, few hours from where my son plays, uh, a train carrying, I think 150, I thought it was 50, but I've heard 150 now, 150 freight cars. And I think 20 to 30 of those have, um, uh, were carrying hazardous waste, okay? And uh, and uh, combustible materials. And it's basically been burning for weeks, it's basically been burning for weeks. Back there are increasing concerns about the
2: safety for people and animals living near the site of that major train derailment in Ohio. Hundreds were forced to evacuate and now they're complaining of headaches and sore throats. And what's even worse, some animals are dying. Garrett Tenney joining us now from East Palestine near the site of that derailment. Garrett, it's been almost two weeks. What can you tell us about what's happening there now? insane. Yeah, two weeks and still a lot of questions that are not answered. And that is leading to growing, increasing frustration by the folks who live here. We spoke to a bunch of folks outside the grocery store last night here in East Palestine. And one common thread that we got from those conversations, that there is a real sense of distrust from a lot of folks here for anything that officials at every level have to say about how safe it is to be here. That really goes back to a week ago when this evacuation order was lifted. Officials said at the time that tests showed that it was safe. But back then and even now, there are still a number of test results that we are waiting to get back. So a number of folks that we've spoken to, we've heard it from dozens of folks really now, is that they were being told one thing by officials, that it is safe to be here, there is no risk to your health. But in reality they were living and experiencing something very different with side effects that a lot of these chemicals are associated with you mentioned the animals that
0: all right so listen here here's what happened netflix release a movie Netflix released a movie, a completely made-up, fictitious movie about a small town in Ohio that suffers from a massive train derailment, and due to the chemicals being leaked and exploding and other hazardous things on board when the train explodes, the town of Ohio is forced to evacuate due to the fact that it's like a mini Chernobyl. Um, And the toxins in the air can kill them, and Paul watched it. It's called White Noise, I think. White Noise. White Noise. White Noise. Netflix, yeah, um, Adam Driver's in it, um, Greta um Gear Gearwig, Greta Gearwig, uh, Raffi Cassidy, Jody Turner. So I mean, there's there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of a lot of nice names in the movie, and so it's about this small town, uh, that um suffers from a train derailment. The chemical spill, it explodes, it's bad, they gotta evacuate. It's like Chernobyl, right? There's people freaking out, like they're breaking glass, like the world's gonna end. And so it's just a story of Adam Driver and his family and how they have to either live through it or leave or do whatever that they're gonna do. So it's called White Noise. It's on Netflix. I suggest watching it. So what had happened was Netflix decided uh they got this little they got a little hairy when it came to the promotion of the movie okay the netflix marketing team thought it'd be a real fun like a real fun it'd be a real fun thing as a real train in real life that was carrying real hazardous chemicals across the town of east palestine ohio this is where they like i'm pretty sure they filmed the netflix film here. Maybe either they filmed it there or the, there were residents from East Palestine, Ohio as extras in the movie. I'm almost positive. They're now living through a real life version of what they went, what they filmed in the Netflix movie. How insane is that? So as to celebrate and say thank you to those extras, because the extras, they don't get paid much. The, the budget of the movie goes to Adam driver and all his friends. And so the, so to say thank you to Netflix as like a little promotional piece, they thought it'd be funny if while a real train was driving through East Palestine, Ohio, filled with chemicals, they would put just like a little, um, they put a little smoke bomb, they would put a little smoke bomb on one of the trains to be like, haha ha, look, it's gonna, look at that, it's on fire, it's gonna explode like the movie, ha <laughs> ha, look at that, and then what happened was it actually exploded. Which obviously all that is a joke. Netflix had nothing to do with the Ohio in uh, in 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 the form of art. It was a joke. Netflix had nothing to do with the Ohio train derailment. Of course, the Ohio train derailment had everything to do with the uh, train uh, actually the, uh, train company. And I believe, I believe there's some federal things going on. Maybe Obama's involved, maybe Trump, maybe it goes back a few more presidents. One of the presidents, I'm not getting into it, but one of the presidents did something to either not renew some railroad safety things. And I'm not sure about that part of it, but what I do know is that uh, the so this train derailed, right? And there's, there's chemicals on it and it's now on fire and it's exploding. And the people of the town need to be evacuated because if they breathe in these chemicals while it's burning, that's even worse. It creates a worse situation for them. So they're like anyone within two miles of the explosion of the train derailment, you need to go. And, uh, like their limitations, by the way, were like, you only need to be a mile out of town. Not far enough. um, so and they said hey while you guys are out evacuated we're gonna do a controlled burn of these chemicals so it doesn't explode and that way you can come back as soon as possible and what was supposed to be a control burn i mean it it was a fucking mushroom it was it was a chernobyl like explosion you could see it from space there's images on the screen of what they have now done to our atmosphere, let alone the environment, let alone the states now. So what happened was, uh uh-oh, guess what? The wind picked it up. So now this small cloud of burnt chemicals, which is creating hydrochloric acid, by the way, we'll get to the video in a second, but it's creating acid rain, is spreading from Ohio to Pennsylvania to West Virginia, and maybe one or two other states. So good job. Ohio people. Good job. Uh, this guy explains it. Um, right here. Let me just find the video real quick. This guy explains it and he does a really good job. Jeez. Hold on one second. He does a really good job of explaining, um, pretty much everything that's going on. So we're going to start it right here. And I mean, just listen to, I, we listen, I trust this guy, this is what he has to say.
1: Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars. There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere, and that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now ever since engineering school I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating and organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines. And then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we're hearing is the responsible party's word.
0: So, I mean, right. And so thank goodness for people like him who are explaining it to people like us, because um, by the way, uh, the federal government hasn't done shit. They finally just sent a representative from the federal government uh, today, I think. He actually he like showed up like an hour ago. Just an hour ago. It's February 16th. It's been burning for two weeks. People have rashes on their faces. People have headaches. They're throwing up. They're breathing in hydrochloric frickin' what's it called? Acrylic fluoride? I mean, Jesus Christ. It's a mini Chernobyl. Why isn't the federal government there with hazmat suits, masks, tents, wash stations, and helicopters to get this small town? It can't be more than, I don't know, what's the population now? What's the population of East Palestine, Ohio? And it's probably going to be a small number. It's about... 4,000 people. So out of those 4,000, I'm sure if maybe a 1,000 are gone and have somewhere to be. You only have to get rid of 3,000 people. It'll take you a day find hotels, find cities to put them in. If governors and politicians and other people from Florida and Texas can put a bunch of immigrants on a bus and just send them to Martha's Vineyard, I'm sure the federal government can do something for the people of East Palestine, Ohio. Like, what's going on? They're lying to them about how serious this is. They told them they could come back after three days of this controlled burn and a fucking smog of smoke that Morador would put off, that that they could come back and that it's okay to breathe the air and that the water's okay to drink. But guess what, homie? 35,000 fish are now dead. And you want to drink water that comes out of that stream? The shit's leaked into the Ohio River. And guess how many people that affects? About 5 million people get their drinking water from that river. Now, they have systems in place to filter out chemicals such as this. And they say it's safe to drink. And they say they're doing a good job filtering it out. And they say... It's okay to drink, but would you honestly trust some water that just killed 35,000 fish from a chemical explosion spill on a railroad track just a few miles down the street that's now seeping into the soil of the ground? Wildlife are dying. Dogs and pets are throwing up and dying on the streets. There are animals dead in the area it is a miniature noble and the federal government has just now sent one person they have just now sent at this time have sent one person to assess what's going on hey man wake up get them out and wake up roll in the national guard and wake up. If you're telling me you don't have the freaking balls to write a check to the Ukraine for $87 billion because they need a few more tanks to defend themselves from Putin, but when the federal government regulates some bullshit about some train safety law and this shit overturns and there's a town of 5,000 people, something that, yeah, listen, it's not a lot of people, so it's not a big fucking deal to them, I get it, but it's still people's lives that are in jeopardy, there are rashes on their faces and they have sent one person to assess the damage and do what? I mean, if your tax dollars are going to fight the efforts in another country's war, what happens when the city, you know, like where they're not, you can't go back. It's a mini Chernobyl. This isn't good for anybody. And no one's doing anything about it. The people are pissed. There's still people there. They have to live. Like that, that's where they live. People just dropped thousands upon thousands of dollars of their life savings on 14-acre farms and houses. And some people are in the outskirts, but they're still feeling the effects because it's in the air. And it's going to take probably months, if not years, for that Uh, acid and all of those chemicals to evaporate if you spill a bottle of the acid in your house it's fine because it will evaporate in a few hours you open some windows and it'll be gone but when an entire train spills it it's there for a while and so bringing these people back and telling them it's safe to drink the water that just killed thirty-five thousand fish like come on bro come on, bro. You're not telling them the truth. You're not telling them what to do correctly. Like the governor, one of the governor, one of the guys who's like running the whole show literally said, if you're right here right now, you will die. They shut down his press conference early and told the press they had five minutes to get the hell out because a train was about to explode. Like the, They're serious about this. They held a town hall just last night and not a meritorial figure, a federal government figure, anyone of importance who has any type of answers showed up, Bothered to speak, had nothing to say. And it's just a town, a gymnasium filled with hundreds of people who are terrified and have nowhere else to go because the government of the United States is giving them zero answers when this is indirectly, maybe I'm almost positive, has something to do with maybe their fault. Like, there's nothing in place for this. Is that what we're telling? Is, th- Is that what I am to understand? That in 2023, we cannot send and set up and get everything taken care of. Why was this not taken care of weeks ago? What- the president was too worried. Pro- Biden's been asleep since the Super Bowl. He went to one Super Bowl party. He passed out at 6.30, two minutes after kickoff. He said, oh, tails on the coin toss, isn't there? <laughs> And fell asleep. And that was it. He didn't even see the game. That's how fucking tired he is. He's so tired. He doesn't even know what's going on in Ohio. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the people. I'm sorry. I mean, our thoughts and freaking prayers go out to the people who are there. Dude, if you're there, get out. If you're still there and you have any type of resources, if you heard the news that you could come back, And you went back and you got a little tingle in your throat. You got a little headache. You got a little tingle. You got a little rash on your cheek. I watched one interview with one couple who's like, this is, this is, this is no, there's nowhere to go. There's no money to go. They can't afford $300 a night at the nearest hotel, let alone $80 a night, $100 a night, whatever the rate is. I'm sure they're jacked because of this and everyone else staying at hotels. But, dude get out. If you can leave, get out, try to find a resource, a relative somewhere cheap. Even if it's a shit hotel, staying in a shit motel for t- $20, $10. I don't know. Find something is better than suffering from acid rashes and headaches and everlasting effects that are probably going to give you cancer. And then inevitably in about probably, I don't know, two to three years, kill you. The entire town will most likely not exist as far as human life in the next three to five years, most likely. I would guarantee it. Like, whatever that town is in Pennsylvania that's on fire, the coal mill that Paul was telling me about, there's a coal mill that got set on fire in, like, the 80s or 90s, and up until then, like, there's nothing there. It's a ghost town because it's inhabitable. That will be East Palestine, Ohio, I guarantee it, in three to five years. Get out now, I understand you're not going to be able to sell your house. I I don't, I listen, there's no answers. There's no answers to give, I guess. But the only thing that we can do is, is, uh, pray and send our thoughts out to those people. We'll have more on this story, I guess, as it develops and continues. They held a town hall last night on the 15th, the mayor, no one showed up, like I said. Um, and the latest photos, I mean, from the sky, people are flying over And I mean, it's just a it looks like it looks like it looks like the map from the Resident Evil movies of like the world getting taken over by zombies. Like the cloud is just as big as I don't know, probably mm, 20 football fields, maybe like 100 jets is how big this cloud plume is. I mean, just look at it. It's from Reddit. It's on the screen. It's insane, dude. I mean, if you're anywhere near this thing, you've got to get away. And I mean, listen, like, I mean, the, the factory of co- the factory that employed 99% of the people in that town shut down for good now gone. So the jobs are gone. It will be a ghost town. And I guarantee it three to five years. And I am so sorry. I am so Sorry that the federal government can't be more of help to you, but you'll see commercials. It's fine. You'll see commercials on the news in, in those three to five, maybe eight, maybe 10 years. If you or a loved one was affected by the, the, the events that happened on February 3rd in East Palestine, Ohio, please call 1-800-666-55555. You could be entitled to up to $1 million. If you or your family has passed away from the following cancer, diarrhea, vomiting, chronic headaches, this, that, this, that, all the symptoms that they're facing right now, the commercial will stay and you might be able to get, I don't know, a few hundred bucks, You'll probably get a few hundred bucks because the federal government failed. Lawsuits have already been filed. The train company has already been sued. The, the, the city has been sued. The, the chemical company is being sued. I mean, it's, this isn't over. It's, it's a mini Chernobyl, and no one's treating it as such. I'm, I'm, I find it baffling that we have a like mini Chernobyl level. Listen, I, I know it's a huge word to use, but like it's, you can't, if you walk in there, your face gets itchy. So like, let's, let's not like kid ourselves. It's in the water. It's in the water. Get out now. And I wouldn't go back for at lease. I mean, see what it's like in a few months and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope for once on this podcast, I'm wrong and that it comes back and it's green. And we see a news article in three to six months and it says they're happier than ever. And everyone's great. And they're having water chugging contest and no one's, and no one's dying. I hope I'm wrong, but you know, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that, uh, that's what's going on. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, the world is coming to an end with uh, multiple spy balloons, multiple UFOs. They just shot down, oh, by the way, they just shot down another UFO, the US government. We, The US government's so busy, oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. The US government's so busy with all the UFOs and spy balloons, they shot down two spy balloons and two UFOs. The UFOs they've told us isn't aliens, but they don't know what it is. And um, by the way, while they were shooting down the one UFO, the rocket missed and they don't know where it is. Um, so shout out to the U S government while they're busy shooting missile rockets into people's backyards without, you know, trackers or tracers or GPS on them. They don't know where the rocket is because it was supposed to explode because, you know, it's the U S government. We're the best military ever and we don't miss. So we only need two rockets just in case, but we'll hit it with the first rocket. Why would we need a GPS tracker on our rocket? It's in someone's back fucking yard someone probably got hit in the head with a, with a missile rocket. If it didn't explode, I'm surprised that didn't kill somebody, but the government's busy shooting down UFOs every other week. February's weird. February has been a real weird month. We've got groundhog day. I think groundhog day might've destroyed us all ever since groundhog day. We've had train derailments. We've had thousands of chemicals, gallons. We've had, um, um, chemical spills. We've had other things going on, UFOs, the spy balloons, acts of war. We're on the brink of, the world is ending. Nothing's real. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 78. It's been episode 78 of the, what are we doing podcast? My name's Levi McCurdy. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me this week. Shout out to all of our friends in the description down below. If you need anything from them, click those links. It helps us out too. Episode 78 of the What Are We Doing podcast. You can check it out on the DoBetterNetwork.com. Go there for all of our shows, any podcasting tips. You want to start a podcast, go to the DoBetterNetwork.com and you'll find everything you need there to do such a thing, okay? Uh, We're not launching it officially yet, but if you know, you know. If you're listening, you know about it. Go to it. Check it out. Click on some things. Let me know how you like it. Send me a DM on Twitter and uh, we'll chat about it. And if you want your show on the site as well, let me know. If you're listening to this, thank you guys so much. Wadpod.com, W-A-W-D.com backslash links. That'll give you everything you need to watch and listen to this podcast. Check us out on Good Pods. My meeting with them got rescheduled, but it's fine. We're going to figure it out. And we're going to make some shit happen, I think, with Good Pods. And we've got a few other conversations happening with a few other friends. So those are coming soon, dude. Make sure you check that Patreon. It's only a dollar. None of my family has signed up none of my friends have signed up. Well, that's not true. Two of my friends have signed up, but none of my family. So, um, it's a dollar. So go to patreon.com backslash. What are we doing? And if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about my Patreon page, my family doesn't even join it. You need to join. Okay. Patreon.com backslash. What are we doing? It's only a dollar dude. Support the show. Help us out. It helps me help you come up with new stuff and create bits and buy things and help us out in the long run. So help us out with that. And we'll catch you guys in episode 79 next week. We're getting closer and closer to hundred baby. Still have no plans for that, but maybe some friends are going to be involved. So look out for that. This is the, what are we doing podcast? Thanks for listening guys. Peace. Is the, what are we doing podcast?